This is Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on your official home of the Flames. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, welcome back to the program. It is Sportsnet Today here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Logan Gordon along with you, a special edition of the show today. We are live in DeWinton for the 7th Annual Brian Burke's Targets for Kids, helping our pals at Kids for Calgary, Flames Sports Bank, the Flames Even Strength Program. What a day it's been so far. Great afternoon of shooting. Still more to come. The celebrity Annie Oakley is still to come in a long list of Stake of the event, Brian Burke out here supporting our friends at Kids Sport. And whenever we talk about uh, our friends at Kids Sport, always very welcome, uh, very welcome to have our next guest, uh, Kevin Webster from Kids Sport. Join us, Kev. How are you, pal? Great, Logan. Thanks for having me. Uh, how's the afternoon been for you guys? Amazing. Once again, uh, this this event never ceases to amaze us and bringing our community together and showcasing uh, just how strong our community is when it comes to supporting causes like ours and. Sportsnet 960 is a big part of that. We appreciate uh, you guys letting us be a part of it. We love to help you guys out whenever we can. And I was saying to you when I came in, uh, we've done this event a couple of times, me and Pat, and I've never seen the cars all the way out to the highway and during Stampede. And, you know, it's a little overcast today, but, man, it's great to see all the familiar faces and everybody out here. It's one thing to, you know, to talk about the community, and, and you know as well as anybody, but to have that kind of support. I mean, I've gone down the list a couple of times today from Brian Burke, Nazem Kadri's here, all the Stamps alumni, the Flames alumni that come out. Uh, it's got to be a great sight for you to see all these guys willing to take some time out of their day to come help you guys out with this. Yeah, it's uh, it's truly amazing. We've got, I think, out of uh, all the teams, probably 80% of them have been here since year one. Um, our sponsors, Glenn Morati, has been here since year one. Uh, the majority of them have been with us right from the get-go. Uh, a whole ton of our kids sport ambassadors which are a part of everything we do throughout the year the as you mentioned the flames alumni stamps alumni um, some of the best alumni groups that any sports franchises have and we're just fortunate they all are right here and set a great uh, path and role model for for what sports should be all about in terms of uh, giving back and they give so much of their time we're we're happy to have them here and the, the team at Ahia that leads it all and their volunteers are are really behind making sure it's fun for everyone because everyone's got a chance to hit a target today because <laughs> their volunteers are so good at helping them out. Yeah, it's one of those cool, unique ones that we have on the, the calendar here every single year because, you know, look, there's so many different ways to go about fundraising, and I love that Brian, and I'm sure you guys love too, that Brian brought such a unique aspect to it, right? It's not just your tradition. I know you guys do the bottle drives. You know, you do your traditional ways of fundraising, but this is a, a pretty unique way to get guys to come out and to uh, bring another level to the fundraising too, right? Yeah, as, as Rob and Brian talk about, it's the anti-golf tournament, right? They're, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're in yeah. foursomes. They got a celebrity, but um, they get to mix and mingle with everyone. It's very casual. Everyone gets to know each other. All the celebrities get to connect with each other as well as all the various different um, teams that are here. Um, from first-time shooters to some of the veteran shooters that are here, um, we've even got some young guns, uh, Canadian champions in in trap shooting, and and some of the youth ages uh, participating, and they've been part of it from the get-go. Um, so it's really neat, uh, very 
uh, diverse group, and uh, we're very fortunate to be uh, the charity partner tied to this uh, very cool event. Well, and let's talk about that charity aspect of it, Kevin, because we talk about you guys all the time on the station, but uh, in case someone hasn't heard the reasoning behind what Kidsport does, give us a little bit of, uh, you know, the day-to-day, what the, the mission statement is for Kidsport to go out and do uh, what they do. Every child should have the opportunity to participate in sport and the, the sport of their choice, and that's at the core of what we do. Uh, all of our support is focused on making sure low-income families have that access so that their kids can participate. Uh, over 50 different sports we've helped kids play in on the registration fee side, on the Flame Sports Bank side, over 20 different sports we provided no-cost equipment. Um, this year is a record year in terms of demand and, and the support we've been able to give, and that's all due to events like this and the great um, support we see from our community when they rally behind a charity like ours. It just means we can do more good for the kids that need us um, to put uh, out the door this year in registration fees um, from one organization. That's you know not only helping all those kids, but that's a huge injection of um, funds into the sports system that you know needs it still as we rebound sure. from the last couple of years and and get uh, the sports system back to the strength that it was in 2019 and before and make sure that all fans as cost of living uh, inflation all those things impact more and more households that their kids don't miss out on um, the friendships the role models the coaches the life skills the physical mental social well-being that comes from being part of sport yeah and that's that to me is always the biggest connection that i have as someone that that grew up playing sports and i know how big a part of it was for my life and you know what, Kevin, and I know you've had these conversations too, and you go to any of these athletes here that have, you know, whether it was hockey or football, baseball, every single person that, that I find attached to kids' sport talks about that aspect of having sport in their life and how important it was, whether they went on to be a professional or not, you know, whether you're Brent Cron or Mason Raymond who I see in front of us or, you know, Jeff Schneider on the, the lacrosse side of things, that aspect of it's just as big and that, you know, having that importance of, of all those things you mentioned, the teamwork, all that sort of stuff that, that comes from playing in sport, and that's really the heart of what you guys are doing in all this too. And the beauty of that is what it builds, right? The guys you just mentioned, Mason Raymond's coaching hockey, Brent Cron's coaching hockey, Jeff Snyder runs Elevate Lacrosse that's you know doing more for the game of lacrosse than um, anyone else yep. in the city in terms of how many youth they're participating, their um, entry to sport days that they partner with us on, um, and all these people, because sport was part of their life, um, they want to make sure that, you know, they have the opportunity to make sure other kids get to experience that, whether they get to follow their path and make it a career um, or just get to benefit from the friendships and the teamwork and the hard work and life skills that um, that you learn through sport. And most of us end up on this side of the glass on yep. <laughs> uh, the sporting side and in other paths, um, but sport's still a big part of, you know, what you guys are doing, what we do at Kids Sport, and it's because... You know, for most of us, we, we played it at some point and, and saw how beneficial it was. Uh, so this is obviously a big day for you guys, but uh, you move on from this. What's next for uh, for Kids Sport? What's on the calendar for you guys coming up this summer? Yeah, we got a couple more. We got a stampede event tomorrow at the Wild Horse Tent with the Mavericks, where we'll be selling 50-50 throughout the tent um, tomorrow, which is awesome. Next week, we got the PepsiCo Foundation Golf Tournament, which is going on 12 years of supporting Kids Sport. And then we have uh, a little bit of a 
a break in the calendar until we ramp up again with the Shaw Charity Classic, which we've been fortunate to be part of um, for all 11 years now this year that it's been in the city benefiting uh, kids' charities, not only here but also across the province. Um, that Champions Tour event's uh, an amazing one to see and watch some of the best players in the world play, but the work it's done for charity and, and being one of those charity partners at Kids Sport. Um, we're a huge proponent of what it's done for our community um, and uh, love being part of that. So, And then it really gets going, back to school, back to sport. Uh, we, Our equipment side, we ramp up all our outfittings. August, September, the busiest time of year for getting kids in gear. Um, so we'll do some uh, large outfitting days where 30, 40 kids will get gear um, towards the end of August and into September to get them ready to go back on the ice for hockey and ringette evaluations or learn to skate programs. Um, as well as all the other fall and winter sports that start to take them back indoors. Uh, Kev, where can people find more information about Kidsport? Kidsport.ca slash Calgary will be our chapter page, and flamesportsbank.ca, you can learn about both our programs. And um, I think when you know anyone out there listening that um, you know part of the Sportsnet family, um, you have a probably pretty good idea of the value of sport, and if you want to get involved with a charity as a, as a volunteer, a donor, um, corporate fundraiser you want to come sponsor an event like this bring a team out show up to the pizza pig out um, we've got a home for you at all levels and uh, you know as the demand continues to grow we're going to continue to need more support from the community and rally that community around their kids don't miss out uh kev i couldn't recommend what you guys are doing as all as if you need anything, we're here for you, and uh, hope the rest of the afternoon goes great for you guys. Yeah, thanks, Logan. And, uh, yeah, I've, I think I always say this, but the Sportsnet 960 uh, team is a big part of the family that we are. And uh, for well, I've been there nine years now, and for well over that time, a couple decades of uh, making sure your listeners know about the work we're doing. And um, we don't forget that. We're gracious for it and very fortunate for this partnership and having you guys as part of our family. So Appreciate you, Kev. Thanks yeah. for doing that. Kevin Webster Thanks, from Kids Sport uh, joining us here at the Brian Burks Targets for Kids uh, uh, hanging out here in DeWinton. Uh, still lots to go on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Uh, I'm going to see if uh, quickly my producer is on. Maybe if you could uh, see if Kev could wrangle Jeff Snyder over there by chance. Uh, we'll talk with some Elevate Lacrosse by chance to see if uh, he wants to pop more about this great event that we're doing. Brian Burke's Targets for Kids, Calgary Firearms and Conservation Education Center, 242 Avenue and 32nd Street, DeWinton, Alberta. Brian Burke's Targets for Kids. And, yes, we've managed to wrangle the man. Uh, you know him as a Calgary Roughnecks alumni. Elevate Lacrosse. Snap. How are you? Good. How are you? God, it's been a while. It has been a little get while. Me back on the. Give the people what they want. You know. <laughs> well, then I'll get Cron over here. Then, actually. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> How are you, pal? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Loving it out here. It's awesome. We got a great event going on. It's uh, obviously for my my favorite charity, the City Kids Sport. They uh, they do such a fantastic job and. Um, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been it's one of those ones. I was just talking with Kevin from from Kids Sport, and it's just one of those fun events. And he and uh, Berkey always call it the anti golf tournament, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's the fun way to get together with a foursome and come out and uh, you know do something different than hitting the golf course, but still helping our friends at Kids Sport. How long have you been uh, coming out to these ones? Man, I want to say this is my fourth year. Last year I missed it because of uh, I was in Ireland with the Canadian U uh, twenty national team. We yeah, were competing there, and and uh, it's it's just great to be back. If I wasn't wasn't here. 
here, I'd be at Country Hill. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm, uh, yeah, I love it. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's nice to just get out and practice a little bit. I've done yeah. some shooting before on the East Coast, and uh, to just come out and, and enjoy it. And, and for those people who haven't, uh, you know, put a team in, it's a great networking event. Um, you get lots of time to spend chatting with people. You're not yeah. kind of sequestered to one group, and, and you get to come out and, and uh, you know, shoot some guns and, and have some fun. Uh, and... and uh, Talk about that cause, kids sport. Uh, obviously, so many former athletes here, whether it's yourself in lacrosse, you saw you chatting with Jesse Lumsden, you know, it seems like kids sport is that, just that perfect way to bring everybody that's had sport be a big part of their life together and help out what they're doing. Why would, if I was asking you why kids sport such a big thing for you to support, what would you say? I just, sports has done so much for me. I, uh, you know, I joke around all the time that I'd probably just still be getting out of prison right now if I didn't have, if I didn't have sports and yeah. I didn't have that outlet. And, and so I'm just super passionate about getting uh, kids in playing, um, you know, kids sports supports all walks of life, um, you know, different different people come to the community, new Canadians, all sorts of different things, and, and it's just a it's a big part of uh, the community in Calgary. I think we're a massive sports town, which is great, and yeah, it just stuff, um, you know, outside of you know just having fun, which it should be yeah. primarily, but a lot of lessons, a lot of growth, and and uh, you know that that controlled accountability that you look for in in the community, which you get out of sports whether you're you know, competing against the clock or a, a single opponent or you're playing on a team there's just so many lessons that that sports uh that sports brings to the community here and, and helps you know push uh push our community forward uh how's things going with elevate lacrosse man it's awesome man we're rocking we uh we're we're working with calgary field lacrosse right now we got uh 400 kids in that program 400 families that are that are there right now we're getting prepared for a big fall um we surpassed 22 million in uh congratulations wow that's great financial aid for for kids wow. going out of calgary we just had three kids win a d2 national championship in lenore rhine uh we just had our first kid drafted the pll levi anderson Jeez. um yeah it's it's awesome we're, we're very lucky to be able to what we do and do what we do and uh you know that and and the support from kids sport they've they've helped us out with uh, the classroom lacrosse program going out into the community and introducing schools so that's been fantastic as well so um i couldn't i couldn't complain we're lucky to to do Brother Bob just got back from uh, San Diego in the World Championships. He was coaching uh, the Hong Kong men's national team. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, finished 13th, and their previous finish was 27th. So. That's crazy to hear you go through all remember my early days were in the station and, and elevate was just sort of this this baby of an idea that you guys had yeah. and just sort of you know pumping it out and you know going through sports then saying hey let's talk about elevate lacrosse a bit and and to hear that you guys have gone that far is, is crazy it's gonna be crazy for you to think about that too it's a it's a lot of fun yeah um you know the biggest thing it's it's funny now at stampede you kind of walk around and you you know you're out at at a tent somewhere and you run into a kid that you coached and you, you can't wait to get the hell out of there really quickly, <laughs> yeah. but they're, they're all, all the kids are very grateful for the opportunity to play and, and work with the staff that we have. They're fantastic. And they're all going and, you know, kids are coming back now to, from college and they're working in the Calgary community. They're, they're coaching in the community. They're, they're giving back as well. And, and so it's just a, it's been a really, um, you know, proud evolution for, yeah. for what this program has become in the city. And we're very grateful for the families that, that support us and give us the opportunity to do what we love. Uh, where can people find more about Elevate Lacrosse, man? ElevateLacrosse.com. Uh, just just uh, throw it into the Google machine there and, and have a look it. at us. Yeah, we've got uh, information on how to get started, how to have a program at your school, um, 
you know how to develop, how to how to get involved with sports, and and uh, and come check us out. And it's a it's a sport that has a massive opportunity for for men, but even a bigger opportunity for women. So we're really uh, we're really pushing to get more girls into the game because there's lots of opportunities to play at a post secondary level. Uh, you're gonna be in the Celebrity Annie Oakley. I don't know for how long, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get some tips from Lumsden while you're over there. Well, that is him and Cedar Strand were over there last year. Everyone was Lumsden and Cedar Strand wouldn't miss for about 30 minutes, and everyone was waiting for the two of them to finish up so we could go eat dinner. But uh, well, Chris is a legend in these parts. He is. He's, yes. uh, he's an unbelievable shot, and and Jesse's a. Uh, you know, an avid birdsman, so he's... Uh, it sucks here. to beat Jesse Lumsden where you just seem to be good at everything you do, hey? Right? Well, he's handsome. Star football player, right, yeah. Olympian, just happens to be good out here at the clay shedding. It's just, it's a little bit uh, too nice to be Jesse Lumsden he's someday. He's got the muscles and yeah. the height, and he looks good in jeans, Gosh. and I just, I, I can't even, I... <laughs> Thanks for getting me away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Steins, appreciate it, pal. Thanks hey, for hopping on, man. So really much for appreciate it. Yeah, love Take care. Enjoy doing. the rest of the afternoon, hey? Thanks so much. Take really care. Jeff Snyder it. joining us. Uh, we're here at Brian Burke's uh, Targets for Kids, raising money for Kids Sport, Flame Sports Bank. We're uh, just about to get going on the uh, celebrity Annie Oakley, so really appreciate uh, Jeff Schneider hopping on with us. we got to take a break, but we will come back on the other side. We'll get you caught up. Stamps Report coming up with Patty Dumas. Taylor's got your latest on the Jays with the Jays Report. That's as we continue on Sportsnet today here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to Sportsnet Today with Logan Gordon on the home of the Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hey, we're back here on Sportsnet 960. Logan Gordon along with you. We're hanging out in Dewinton, the 7th edition of the Brian Burke's Targets for Kids. Raising money for Kids Sport, Flames Sports Bank, Flames Programs are here as well. we got Flames Alumni. Just finished chatting up with Jeff Schneider. Kevin from Kids Sport's been here as well. And now, uh, very happy to have us joined by another member of the Flames Alumni, Mason Raymond, joining us. Mason, how are you, pal? Very good. Thanks for having me. How's the afternoon been? You know what? This is a blast. It's... Uh... It's an honor to come to these. We've, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to get asked to do a whole bunch of these, and typically they do seem to be the golf tournaments. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I love this. This is something different, a little more off the cuff, and uh, you know, something I kind of grew up around. So it's uh, this is one I actually kind of do mark the calendar a bit. Yeah. I know that sounds a little cliche, but it's uh, it's a ton of fun to be at. Yeah, it's one of those ones, and uh, I brought up with Snides before, and Rob and Berkey always call it the anti-golf tournament, right? It's just a you're in your foursome, you're hanging out with some people, but it's just a lot more casual. It's something completely different. And I don't know how many you have like this on the calendar, right, that are a little bit different. No, totally. It's, uh, it's, it's something different. They kind of make the point, like you said, that it's not a golf tournament. And that's what's fun about it. it, it it's something different. You could mix and mingle. And uh, get like anything, everybody's a little competitive. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a ton of fun. How'd you shoot today? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I must say I did pretty good. It's uh, Again, I grew up. Shooting a bunch and doing sporting clays and uh, kind of had that a bit as a background. So uh, yeah, it was a good day. We showed with an excellent group. Uh, shot with some uh, some younger girls that I think even represent for Alberta and yeah. stuff. And they they shot lights out. One yeah. of them even ran uh, the table. So Whew. ton of fun. Yeah, it's always great uh, to see everybody out here and uh, you know hanging out. Obviously for Flames alumni, you guys got the programs here. Kids sports out here as well. And uh, talking to Pat and some of the other guys, Flames alumni. You can find you guys just about everywhere helping out kids sport or all the different spots in the summertime, and you're a big part of that group. I saw Tim Hunter's here, Patter's here, the rest of the crew. You guys are always out uh, when the community needs you guys. 
Yeah, you know what? It, again, I've always said this. Uh, anytime we get to do this, it is an honor. It's uh, we get put in this uh, position to be able to uh, to come out and help raise some funds or say hi to somebody or whatever. It might be a high five. It's it's yeah. it's very unique. It's something that uh, I think we're very proud of. I uh, I rode in the parade on Friday and. Uh, uh, Ryan Huska was in there, and you know, I, I I did mention to him, and I know when he had his opening presser, I mean, he gave a shout out to the alumni, yeah. and uh, again, it's something we're super proud of. It's uh, it's been a big part of our lives, and it will continue to be. So uh, yeah, we're all happy to be here. Uh, talk to me about uh, kids sport. Uh, one of the main things that Brian Burke did when he came here was set this up, and he had an immediate relationship with kids sports. And uh, as you know, someone like yourself who grew up in sports and obviously had a big impact on your professional life, how big is it to support something like kids sport and all the great work that they do? Yeah, I mean, you said it right. I mean, give kids an opportunity to get out and do sport. I think so much comes from it. And, you know, being on the other side, you realize how many parallels there are between sports and life and business. Yeah. And, you know, I'm living that now. And uh, so, again, to come out to represent here and be here with Brian Burke um, and the rest of the group here and uh, the celebs and, and the sponsors, it's an awesome thing. It's a great feeling leaving here at the end of the day, knowing you've done something good. Yeah, uh, totally. And what's uh, what's keeping you busy nowadays, Mace? So, both sides, I laugh. Everybody's like, how's retirement? I'm like, retirement. I'm retired yeah. from the game of hockey. And Trevor Linden always said it best. He says, you retire from hockey, an old man. Yeah. Truth, right? You're yeah. the real world, a young man. So, yeah. uh, right when I got out of hockey, um, you know, I, I grew up on a big farm and been in the agriculture world. So, was doing a lot there in the cattle business and, and also uh, farming some acres. But since then, I've bought, uh, bought a dealership. Um, I run and operate uh, Cochrane GM now. Nice. So, uh, back in my hometown, and it's been fun been running lots of businesses chasing uh, my kids around and uh, my wife helping out everywhere i can so life's busy uh loving everything i get to do now it's uh, it's pretty special and uh yeah i'm really enjoying it uh i won't take you away from the uh any oakley any longer i think cron's getting lonely uh without you by his side there but thanks for taking a couple minutes to uh, hop on with us really appreciate it pal my pleasure thanks mason raymond joining us from the calgary flames alumni here at brian burke's targets for kids thanks mason appreciate it pal uh we're here on sportsnet 960 the fan uh we're here in dewinton uh, giving back for uh, what's one of the clear best events on the season, uh, 2023. This 20 uh, is the seventh year, excuse me, for this event. We've raised over $150,000, and uh, I love hearing those stories from Mace or from Snides about you know how important sports have been throughout their lives, and that's what kids sports out here doing, man. Uh, and the Flames Equipment Bank, the Flames Even Strength Program. Uh, you can't get these funds together without these kind of events, and uh, it's. <laughs> I don't have to tell anybody listening how expensive it is nowadays to to feed and clothe everybody. You want to have your kids go through sport. You want to have them. Uh, do all of the the things with teamwork and all that sort of stuff. It's just additional costs. And Kevin and the guys at Kids Sport are so good; they don't want to say no to anybody. But they can't do it without these kind of events. And uh, I, I kid you not, I, I joked about all of the long list of celebrities that are here, but it really is crazy to see how many people are here. Mason and Jeff and all these guys are, are just like the tip of the iceberg. Kadri is here. Um, you know, Rob Cote, former Calgary Stampede, is here. Chris Cedarstrand's here. Jesse Lumsden's here. Uh, all these guys who have had sport be such a big part of their lives, uh, and now they're giving it back here. And Mason Raymond, one of the incredible members uh, of the Flames alumni who are usually uh, a staple at these events, helping out around the city of Calgary. Uh, a couple more things to get to before we get out of here for the hour, starting uh, with a chat around the Calgary Stampeders. They're getting set for a very big game on Saturday against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Chatted a little bit about the Stamps and Jake Mayer with John Hodge a little bit earlier on in the program, but time to check in with our Stamps reporter, Patty Dumas, for a Tuesday edition 
of the Stamps Report. This, this is the Stamps Report with Patrick Duma. The Calgary Stampeders returned to practice on Tuesday under less than ideal conditions, under rain and wind, feeling more like mid-October than early July. However, practice did continue. Calgary looking to bounce back in week six with the red and white looking to snap this mini two-game losing streak. And quarterback Jake Mayer is ready to move on from the Bomber game and get ready for the Riders. I, if there's one thing I know about this organization is that um, they do an amazing job of adjusting and learning what we're great at and where, where we can find ways to be more successful. Um, so it's not going to happen overnight, though. Um, you know, I think in this business, in this sport, your patience can run thin at times, but it is going to take some time um, to, to get the continuity and to, uh, you know, to get us playing at a level that we want to play at. And it starts this weekend. We have a lot of uh, good tape to look off of. Things went well for us that day, and, and obviously there was a handful of mistakes that cost us the game. You know, to be clear, we, we are where we are as a football team right now because we are not playing well enough on offense. The quarterback knows exactly what needs to be done to get this ship righted, and something that should help Mayer out is the return of Luther Hakunavano to the receiving core as he was back at practice on Tuesday. As well, the club announced the signing of a new receiver to their practice squad, Jaleel Billingsley. Billingsley spent most of his college career under the tutelage of Nick Saban at Alabama before transferring to Texas. The 6'4 Billingsley becomes an option as the team looks to add more explosiveness to its offense. And as Mayer struggles, so goes the offense. Here's Coach Dickinson on what he needs to see more out of Jake Mayer. I wanted to play confident. For me, when I played 100 years ago, it was about your eyes. It was don't let your eyes fool you. As long as your eyes are in the right spot and you got to process, and then don't be afraid to make a mistake. Make an interception, go to the next play. Let's go. Mayor coming off a less than stellar day on Friday, throwing for less than 130 yards and an INT. In the injury department, the Stamps left Winnipeg relatively unscathed. Nick Stats got ran into by Floyd Allen on a kick return, uh, but was okay. Uh, we should know more on the injuries when the report is released later on Tuesday. Coach Dave Dickinson will join the big show on Wednesday at 7.30 to talk more about the week that was and set up the game with Saskatchewan. With your Stamps Report, I'm Patrick Dumas. Thank you, Patty. Appreciate that. Yes, the Stampeders in action against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on Saturday to close out week six of CFL action. Not a must win for the Stamps, but you don't want to lose the season series to the Rough Riders uh, before you even hit week seven of the CFL season. So they're going to be in tough heading into Saskatchewan. Five o'clock kickoff. That one following Winnipeg and Ottawa on Saturday. Uh, Jay's off today, but the, of course a couple of them will be busy as part of the MLB All-Star Game. It's going down at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Taylor Dingman's got the latest on the Jays in our Jays report today. Time now for the Jays report on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Here's Taylor Dingman. The MLB All-Star is in full swing, and Vladimir Guerrero, a junior who ended his night with 72 homers, has been crowned this year's Home Run Derby champion, following in his dad's footsteps. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. went head-to-head with Mookie Betts in the first round, hitting 26 homers to Betts' 11. Julio Rodriguez broke Guerrero's 2019 single-round record by hitting 41 homers in his battle against Pete Alonso. However, in the next round, J-Rod fell to Guerrero, who tacked on 21 more homers to his total. Don't panic. Here it comes. Oh, he's, oh, he's done. <laughs> Exit stage right. Ball gone. That's a walk-off for Vlad Guerrero. It all came down to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Randy Arozarena. Vladdy hit another 25 homers, whereas his AL East opponent fell too short. 
He did not do it. Oh, my. Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Guerrero becomes the first Blue Jay to ever win the Home Run Derby and the first ever father-son duo to win. The American League looks to extend their win streak to 10 years and pick up their 48th win with today's All-Star Game. Dusty Baker will send out New York Yankees' Garrett Cole to start for the AL, and Rob Thompson will send out Arizona Diamondbacks right-hander Zach Gallen. The starting lineups have been set for tonight's matchup. Unfortunately, no Blue Jays were voted as starters. However, former Blue Jay Marcus Simeon will lead off and play second. As for the rest of the infield, Seager will take shortstop. Young will be at third. Diaz will be the only non-Texas Ranger and will be at first. Rosarena, Garcia, and Hayes will form the outfield, and Otani will be the DH. As for the National League, Freeman, Arise, Arcia, and Arenado will take the infield. Acuna Jr., Betts, and Carroll will form the outfield with J.D. Martinez serving as DH. Jordan Romano was named as a late replacement in the All-Star game and hopefully will make his first All-Star appearance. All the game action will start at 6 p.m. and you can catch the game on Sportsnet or listen right here on Sportsnet 960. Catch the Blue Jays all season long right here on Calgary's home of the Blue Jays, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate that. Uh, of course, the Jays reports will get back to uh, regular Blue Jays coverage following the All-Star break, in case you missed it there, Taylor. 6 o'clock start tonight, NL versus the AL, right here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan, where you can watch on the Sportsnet television side of things. Uh, some NHL news to get to from around the league today, starting with the Montreal Canadiens. They agreed to terms on a four-year contract with newly acquired forward Alex Newhook. It's a $2.9 million AAV. He was acquired for a number of draft picks going to the Colorado Avalanche a few weeks ago, uh, while the Carolina Hurricanes will go to a one-year deal with Brendan Lemieux, $800,000 value on that contract. So the Canes get a little bit more uh, pesky to play against, if you will. Uh, This one, interesting in Ottawa, Bruce Garriock reporting uh, the Ottawa Senators will part ways with their assistant general manager, Trent Mann. Uh, this comes just one day after their big trade of Alex Debrinkit to the, or not one day, excuse me, a few days after uh, the trade of Alex Debrinkit to the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Predators announced that they have signed Dennis Gurianoff to a one-year $850,000 contract, and the New York Rangers come to terms with restricted free agent defenseman Keandre Miller. It's a two-year contract with a $3.8 million AAV, so a bridge contract for Miller. have to wonder what that contract could look like on the other side. Uh, when he continues to flourish with the New York Rangers. The Gurionov one's a bit of an interesting signing there uh, for Nashville. Low risk, uh, but they're trying to redo their forward group as Barry Trotz takes over as GM in Nashville. Of course, taking over for uh, for David Poyle, who's been the only GM the Preds have known, but he retires, uh, and Barry Trotz has moved out. Guys like Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson, uh, to name just a couple, and now Dennis Gurionov. Uh, he scored a career-high 20 goals in 2019-20. That was a while ago, though. Only uh, nine points in 43 games last year with Dallas before he got traded to the Habs. Only eight more points in 23 contests with Montreal. Former first-round pick in the 2015 NHL draft, Gurianov suited up for 280 career 
NHL games. We are live in DeWinton, special edition of Sportsnet today for the uh, Brian Burke's Targets for Kids, raising money for Kids Sport Calgary, the Flames Sports Bank, the Flames uh, Even Strength Program. We're hanging out. The Annie Oakley is just getting underway. Steinberg, Francis, Vickers all here getting set to bring you some coverage throughout the rest of the afternoon. Uh, and again, if you haven't uh, heard about it, Brian Burke's Targets for Kids raised over $150,000 uh, for kids' sport in Calgary and helping kids uh, get to uh, play sport no matter what the sport is. Registration fees, equipment fees, lessons, all that sort of stuff. Kids' sport uh, does such incredible work in our community, and we're very thankful for Kevin and the rest of the group to let us be a part of it today. And it's been a fun afternoon. It'll continue for a couple hours longer as Steinberg and Vickers bring you two hours of Flames Talk. And I'm sure... Uh, with the number of Flames guests around, they'll be able to wrangle a couple of guests. We haven't had the namesake of the tournament on Brian Burke, so I'd imagine he'll join the guys at some point. Cron's around. I saw Conroy here. Nazem Kadri, current member of the Calgary Flames, is out here uh, kicking it back as well. So we'll have lots of content for you throughout the afternoon as we continue our coverage here from DeWinton. But uh, back at the Sportsman at 960. Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Downtown Studios. we got my outstanding producers. Shan is there. we got uh, Taylor hanging out. we got GVP. GVP, how are we hanging at the studio? Oh, it's looking good. Hanging out good. real nice here. Uh, hopefully the weather holds here tonight. I don't know what's looking out there for you, but we're in a comfy studio. Hopefully not going to get rained on. But. You know what? It's been overcast all day. It rained like two minutes on my way in here today, and the rest has been absolutely perfect. Uh, I have no idea what ideal conditions are for uh, everybody out here clay shooting but everybody seems to be happy there's no sunburn nothing like that mm-hmm. as long as the rain holds off uh we should be good but i wanted to bring you guys into the conversation here because we were talking home run derby yesterday uh and now the all-star game is tonight the nl taking on the al and i, I want to have this conversation it's a very classic sports radio one but i'm curious where the mlb all-star game ranks for you in terms of all-star games around pro sports? Like, the, the game itself. Will you be interested tonight? Like, I'll start with Taylor, because Taylor's obviously uh, our Jays reporter and gives us everything Toronto Blue Jays. But, uh, Taylor, I know we talked yesterday, the Home Run Derby is king of all-star game events, but are you actually interested in watching the game tonight? It's the only all-star game that I will voluntarily watch. Like, the NHL, it's not an actual game it's three on three so you're not getting that full game experience but you are with the with the mlb all-star game but you're just getting it with a bunch of like the best players in the league uh gvp uh hanging out with us on afternoons we haven't had a chance to to dive into some of your baseball now but where are you on the the actual mlb all-star game that goes tonight uh i'm kind of 50 50 on it i i did kind of like the the gimmick where they used to have it where the all-star game would determine home field advantage in the in the world series yeah i kind of understand why they got rid of that it's kind of a lot to put on a line where you don't know you know how much effort is going to be in like these types of all-star games but baseball is one of those yeah. sports where you you can't really fake it like you see in the nhl all-star games <laughs> and the nba all-star games where they only really turn it on at the end and give the fans kind of a show then baseball is not really a sport in which you can do that right so yeah, it, it it will be a spectacle. That being said, the All Star games have have like, I feel like the hype around them have really died down in a sense. If you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and you know what, Shan, we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about the the dunk contest, 
uh, and how it kind of lacks superstars. That's the one thing I'll give the MLB credit for is, like, as far as the best players in the world for baseball, most of them are going to play tonight. I have to give the MLB yeah. credit for that. If you're looking for star players, the star players are going to play tonight in Seattle. Yeah, and, and, like, even with the home run derby, like, we had names like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. out there hitting them out. We're like, sure, we didn't have Shohei Otani doing that. After everyone would like to see that. <laughs> but in, in the dunk contest, we had a G-leaguer win it last year. So, yeah. like, it's just totally different. Baseball definitely has the edge that way, I would say. Yeah, it's interesting to see. And I guess I guess it's different. You're only going for a couple innings. It's not like you're asked to play the whole game, but it's like it just seems like for baseball – and I, I wonder about this, too. You can't really vary much in baseball, right? Like in football, it's like, okay, we could do flag football instead of tackle yeah. football. Hockey, okay, we can do three versus three. What are you going to do for baseball, right? Like you can't really change the rules all that much, even for an all-star format. So I guess you just kind of go with the regular thing that you know. And like you said, if you're a pitcher, you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to have guys come up here and smash home runs on you for the inning that you pitch. So are you going to go full out? Probably not, but you're also going to try not to get murdered uh, up there and get embarrassed on national TV. So it's an interesting one. Baseball's probably, I don't know, probably second. I don't know that I'm with Taylor, whereas it's like I'm going to definitely watch tonight. I'll, I'll catch a couple innings for sure, Yeah, but I'll watch some of it. It's still higher than, than football for sure. Well, they actually, the thing about the MLB All-Star game is that they don't. You don't have to worry about really getting injured. The NHL, uh, they're not skating hard. NBA, uh, look, I love basketball. It is the biggest joke of an All Star game. These guys are the best Fair. players in the world. They're freak athletes, and they don't even run. Uh, MLB, yeah. it's just you just pitch and hit, and uh, you know, obviously, you got a little bit of running through the bases, but you know, you got guys like Shohei Otani, and I, I think back to the, the the World Baseball Classic, it it generated a lot of hype around baseball, and I think these guys are going to be competitive because they all saw each other. Uh, in that tournament, you know, I, I, I really just think of a guy like Shohei Otani, and uh, I think people are going to want to hit some home runs off him or, or strike him out, which is uh, not easy to do. I also think yeah, that oh, it's like, in a lot of other sports, you have the best players dropping out because they don't want to be playing in the game because it's not good or, like, it's it's not great entertainment and they don't want to be part of it because they don't want to get injured, but... You have in the MLB all of these all-stars who are actually the best players in the league come out and play and have fun and instead of dropping out because they don't want to play in a joke of a game. Yeah, and that's that's a, a big thing, and that's honestly the biggest reason that I think baseball stays so high on this is because last night generated a lot of hype. There was tons of storylines coming out of last night, uh, whether it was Julio Rodriguez, whether it was Vladdy winning it, uh, Pete Alonso even just being a part of it, all this sort of things, to me, makes it more entertaining for tonight. I want to see what Randy Rosarena is going to do tonight. I know that the best players in the world are going to play. Is it only for an inning or two? Sure, but that's still better, like you guys said, than it is at almost any point for most other All-Star games. Yeah, totally. And, and it feels like being an All-Star in Major League Baseball might even mean more to other sports, just given the fact that on your resume... It's super, super hard to get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's by far and away the hardest hall to make in all of sports. So any all-star selection that you have on your resume will make an, probably make a bit of a difference come, come the time you hang up the cleats. 
Uh, just want to pass this down, uh, some more NHL news. We went through a couple of different ones today, but the Arizona Coyotes, uh, they've just signed Travis Dermott to a one-year, two-way deal with $450,000 the minor league level, 800000 at the NHL level. we got to get out of here. we got to make room for Flames Talk coming up next two hours. Steinberg and Vickers have you on the radio. Uh, we're here at the Brian Burks Targets for Kids, uh, raising money for kids sport, the Flames Even Strength Program. Flames Bank, uh, Equipment Bank as well. It's been a great afternoon. Thanks again to Kevin Webster for having us out here at Kids Sport. Thanks to Jeff Snyder, Mason Raymond, who jumped on with us a little bit earlier. There'll be more guests coming throughout the afternoon. Steinberg and Vickers have you for the next couple of hours. Uh, so stay tuned here on Sportsnet 960. A quick shout-out to my outstanding producers back at the station. You just heard from them. Shan's there. Taylor's there. GVP, awesome job today, guys. And shout-out to his um. Uh, Azam Nanji hanging out with us here today. He's been great uh, helping us get set up and helping us around the day uh, here in DeWinton. We're uh, checking out next. We'll be back on the uh, airwaves tomorrow for another edition of Sportsnet Today. Back at the uh, Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studios. Uh, for my outstanding producers, I've been Logan Gordon here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan.